0: Basil is asking, hello, we currently working in the UAE. I would like to know more about any requirements or tax filings that may be needed. So that's a pretty general question. I think, I think that's a that's a you question. <laughs> so Basil you're an employee, so yeah, you'd be doing a 1040 as you normally would when you're back in the US. The only difference is probably a 2555 to classify your income as foreign earned income. And then you get the section 911 exclusions, which we've spoken about. So the foreign earned income exclusion, plus the housing deduction, plus a little bit of utilities. <coughs> Depending on how much you earn, you could be living tax-free if you're on the lower end of the income scale. But if you're on the high end, it's probably not gonna be as meaningful as you would like. So, another thing is your FBAS, or the Foreign Bank Account Report. It's not new, it's been around since 1971, but it's recently got teeth, recently as in after the Patriot Act. So, when, when it comes to international tax, it seems counterintuitive, but you would assume that the US or the IRS is all about making money, but it isn't. When it comes to international tax, it's about disclosure. And we know that to be the case because we look at the penalties, right? If you don't pay taxes, okay, underpayment penalty or whatever. But if you do not disclose your foreign bank account, it could be up to 50% of the unreported balance in the account. And if you don't disclose your company in the free zone, that could be $10,000 per year. So, and it it does add up, and they're not afraid, it just automatically, we see it with our client, it just automatically gets calculated and you get a letter in the mail it's pretty intimidating so it's really about disclosure and it's really about making sure that you work with whoever you prefer tax team and make sure you get your disclosure right yes sir what if you don't disclose property owned in the uae well if the property is not income producing then you generally don't need to disclose it unless you own it through a structure but if you own it in your own name you just own an apartment and it's owner occupied then there may be no need for disclosure. But if it's so rental property, then yes, it needs to, all income needs to be disclosed. Um, what changes do you expect for XPAS now that the IRS has what, another $80 billion to spend? <laughs> I'll leave that to you, Jimmy. Crystal ball.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, I'm very cynical when it comes to the IRS. So I, I actually don't, I mean, look, I think we're definitely going to see them. When it comes to international taxpayers I think we're definitely going to see them start mining this FATCA data I mean I think a lot of this FATCA data has, has sort of gone into a black hole and um, I know the, the 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 former head of the criminal investigation division kind of vowed Uh, to start going through it and I know that a a large chunk of that database was transferred over to the criminal investigation division several years ago but they didn't really do anything with it I mean I think to date there's been like one fat criminal case or something like that it's it's not very many so I I think that they have a tremendous amount of, of, of data obviously but they're running a computer system from 1986 and I know that a big chunk of that 80 billion is towards upgrading their tech infrastructure so I think i mean in all aspects of taxation but i mean especially in, as it applies to international taxation i think we're going to see a lot of mining affected data i think we're going to start seeing you know a, a lot more um uh you know using ai to sort of check for inconsistencies on the tax returns right i mean because i think there's a lot of times where you have somebody that might not check yes to having a foreign bank account on schedule b but then they file a 2555 claiming foreign income exclusion. It's logical that they have a foreign bank account, right? But their tech system doesn't seem to be able to really compare that now, and I think that we'll see that change. Do you know how
0: much data they have from foreign governments, or is it mostly their own data?
1: Are other governments supplying information about US persons in their country? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, most, I mean, I think most, most, Developed countries, I mean, including the the, the UAE, have have signed uh, intergovernmental FATCA agreements, which basically means that all the the FATCA data on account information from U.S. persons from like all the banks in the U.S. in the UAE get uploaded to I think the Ministry of Finance, and the Ministry of Finance then gives all that information to the U.S. So I mean the. the so I think all the information is from Formbit. Yeah, just to add
0: what, uh, what Jimmy has said, uh, yeah, it, it is it is pre-automated, and it's jurisdictions across the world that you would not have expected to sign, like like China, you know. Uh, so probably everyone in this neighborhood has signed. And so, uh, just for those who are not familiar with the FATCA, the Financial Account Task Compliance Act, it basically bypasses the local bank secrecy laws. So, it obligates domestic financial institutions, not just banks, but financial institutions in the broader sense of the word, to go through their books and identify anyone that may be US exposed. And there are certain indices that are spelled out in the regulations. So, even if you do not self identify as American and you may present another passport, if the account manager believes that you may be as per one of the conditions they're legally obligated to report you and actually flag your account as a recalcitrant account holder we see seen it yeah. and so we work with financial institutions as well with the e-filing into the, the, the fact And it is pretty much like when you file your f bars you go into FinCEN and just goes same with the factor reports. so there's absolutely to jimmy's point there's absolutely no reason why they can't cross-reference the data and i'm sure they do was just previously they had no manpower to act upon it to which is to your point and now suddenly they do have the manpower as to how we see so the irs was late in because they had to produce a budget that spoke to like how they intend like a strategic plan so they were late but it has been published at least in some form right and they, they stated uh objective is to target higher income earners and that is like the timeline of course it's political right but one would expect they're they're hiring aggressively and we know that because we monitor IRS wait times so we always have people on the phone dialing so we know that there are a whole lot more people answering the phone than ever before because the wait times are down to like especially now during tax season there's a lot of people on the phones now in terms of the enforcement they're hiring aggressively but you would expect that it will take time for that newly recruited person to be trained up so while they get trained, I would imagine that they're going to pick on low-hanging food, so easy targets, right? So lower income earners, but eventually they would make their way up the food chain because that's what their strategic plan has uh, targeted them with doing. So, so that's what we expect to happen. So if you're a six-, seven-, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve.